Hello and welcome to RVing Dads. This is Season 2, Episode 7. My name is Todd Muller, sitting next to... Dustin Nakins. And uh, thanks for checking us out. So Dustin, before we jump into this episode, for any of, uh, any of our new listeners out there, how would you describe RVing Dads? Well, the coolest podcast ever, where you oh. can learn about all the cool RVing uh, information from two dads who live it every day. Exactly. So not only RVing, but RVing with uh, with children, with kids. Yeah, and a wife, or and two wife, wives, yes. I guess, here in this case. Yep, for sure. So uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about staying fit on the road. Yeah, right? RV fitness. How do you stay active while on the road? Yep. Not always easy uh, as you travel around. Sometimes it's easy, I guess, the time of the year and where you are and what you're doing. Sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's not so easy when it's a little chilly outside and it's more fun to stay in the house. Yeah, talking about chilly here today, Todd, so it's about 80 degrees. It is. 100% humidity. Yes. And we're both sitting here exhausted. We are. So that's kind of what led to this episode. We we did a fairly big hike today. Yeah, wow. like seven miles, eight miles, I don't know. Oh, it, it, felt felt like, like, <laughs> it felt like 15, but... <laughs> so a full day of hiking, topped off with some ice cream, and here we are. Today's episode is sponsored by Ashtier Mobile Irish Dance Academy. Uh, Chelsea works with uh, traveling families on Irish dance. It's really quite incredible. One of my daughters has done it. Yes, actually two of my daughters have, have done it as well. Um, it's really great. They, they've actually done it in person with Chelsea uh, when we happen to be in the same area together. Uh, and they've also done it remotely, which is really nice because both, both of my daughters danced uh, quite actively before we hit the road and being able to kind of continue that once they we did get on the road, um, has been a real a real winner for us. And children of all ages. So my daughter took it at about six or seven years old, and she still enjoys breaking out in a little dance. Yep, my my daughters were older. I think my my daughters were probably between the ages of thirteen to seventeen when they did it. So uh, they both really enjoyed it. Fun and exercise, great. So check out uh, Ashtier Mobile Irish Dance Academy. You can find them on their website at AIS. T-E-A-R irishdance.com So obviously we're going to spend a little time talking about staying fit on the road or staying active on the road. Um, we do have a special guest. Sean's going to join us at the end here after we kind of talk through the first part here. Sean's going to join us. He's going to talk about how he and his family stay fit. So that's something to look forward to. That's great. And so before we talk about ways to stay active, Todd, why, why do we need to stay active? It seems maybe a little obvious, but... Uh, why do you stay active? Well, that's, I stay active because I'm getting old. And uh, <laughs> I find that I have to stay active or I'll probably gain 50 pounds and not be able to get off my couch anymore. So I do it more for health reasons. And, and obviously there's a, a fun part to it. So it's, an, it's enjoyable for me to do fun things that are with my kids and get outside. Yeah, and that's really what it's about, right? Not just for us, but it's also for our, our children, our wives, our whole family. Yep, for sure. And I think the biggest... Uh, challenge when I went on the road I had assumed that exercising or staying fit was very similar to living in a house scheduled Monday Wednesday Friday or Tuesday Thursday but being on the road that's not the case right yeah there's, there's you're right I mean you can still have some structured structure around if you want to work out on a regular basis we'll talk a little bit about that too but you're right a lot of the the activities we do especially as a family is when we get a chance to mm-hmm yeah, whenever it fits our lifestyle. Exactly. And and where we are. 
you know, so, you know, one of the biggest ones for us is hiking. We do a lot of hiking, especially when we're in a, a new area that we've never been to. That's true. Not only the, the area that we're in, but also the weather seems to dictate what we do. Yes, for sure. Um, I am not a fan of the heat, so when it's over 90 degrees, <laughs> I really don't want to go hiking. But uh, <laughs> I guess for me, prime is like 60 to 70 degrees is perfect for hiking. Sounds wonderful. So let's talk through some of the ways that we stay fit. We're two excellent role models of fitness here. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but uh, I try really hard. We try our, we try our best. Okay. Uh, so what's your number one? What's your top way to stay fit on the road? So, you know, it's probably just with the family. It's things like hiking. Like I mentioned, uh, we do a ton of it. Um, other than hiking, we do do some biking. Um, that's always fun. Uh, we've carried around, we've been on the road four and a half years now, and we've carried five bikes with us for most of that journey. Actually, we don't have them with us at the moment, but they are in storage. Uh, and hope to come back back on the road with us at some point. Oh, bikes is a, it's a, it's a sad topic for me. Every year I, I start out, some years I start with a full set of bikes for everyone, then the next year I go to zero bikes or one bike, and, and then the year after I have to go back to bikes. Sometimes it's because they take up too much space, Sometimes they get rusty because you're staying on the beach. Other times, they're just annoying to carry around. They're so bulky. Yeah, they really are. They take up a lot of space. And you, you mentioned rusting, and that's one of the biggest problems we have is, you know, when you're on the road, you really don't have some place to store your bikes inside, so they're constantly out in the weather. I do have a fifth wheel, and I, I tend to put my bikes under the, the front of the fifth wheel, but that only helps so much. They still get water. They still get splashed. So I find that uh, I use a heck of a lot more bike chain grease and just, in general, trying to maintain and keep the bikes from rusting and falling apart. Yeah, I carry two bikes now for my family of six, um, and it's okay, it's a compromise. But then we tend to, we actually have rented bikes in scenic areas like Sedona, Arizona. We've rented some mountain bikes, and it's been great for the family because we get the, the latest, greatest bike. It's well-maintained, it's already greased up right. and lubed, ready to go, and we have a great day or two <clears throat> on the trails, and then we... Turn it back in. Turn it back in. Right. Have you seen the? Uh, have you ever tried the portable bikes? Uh, like Camping World. Or? Yes, that's the second bike that I carry is a portable bike. I carry a real bike and a portable bike, only because it took up so much, uh, so little space. It, it folded up really compact. It's not the ideal bike, I'll be honest, but it, it was fine for the kids to keep up, and we can take some strolls around, and they're pretty universal. Yep. Yeah, I've seen quite a few of those. Test drove one, but I've never, mm -hmm. never carried one. It worked for me because I stored my bikes in the basement area of my RV. It would not work good if you carried it on the back of your RV in a bike rack. So talking about that, bike racks. Um, so I guess probably the most popular is, is on, a, on, a, on an RV carrying it on the back hitch right behind the RV. you got to be real careful because you get a lot of swing back there, and I've known a, a handful of people who have lost bikes off the back of their RV. And I, I've seen people who have drug their bikes on a bike rack, either from uh, dips in the road or they've been fatigued and it just wears the tires and the rims right off the bike. Uh, it's a pretty phenomenal sight. Yep. One of the nicer setups I've seen, uh, one of our previous guests, Doug Setzer, uh, he had a bike rack that was actually mounted to the to his kingpin on his fifth wheel. So the bikes rode up above the, the uh, trailer part of his truck. Yeah, that was a great setup. It really was, but I think that was a unique setup. I think his, he had somebody weld that on there for him. So It was also secure. That's what I really liked about it because the bikes sat so high when the truck was disconnected. They were very high out of the way. No one's just going to walk up and steal a bike. But on the hindsight, he had to use a ladder to take them down. To take them down, right. 
Um, but we did actually, for a long time, we have a toy hauler, so I don't have a hitch on the back of my RV. Um, but the toy hauler garage section is my two of my children's bedroom. But on moving day, we would have to kind of push their things to the side, and we'd load our bikes in, and we had a little bike rack in that garage area we would put them in. But it was always kind of a hassle. You know, if we were doing a quick travel and we just were overnighting somewhere, my daughter couldn't get to her bed, um, so it kind of cramped our style. So what we eventually wound up doing, we have a, a car now that we that my wife and daughter follow us in, or follow my, myself and my other children in, and uh, we put a bike rack on that. But still annoying and having to take it off every time you get somewhere. <laughs> but it is fun when you do have bikes, and you're at a it bike is. trail, and you get to go with friends. I know um, several times over the last year, I've been mountain biking with other dads, had just a heck of a time, it's a great experience, and uh, just riding with the kids around a park or down the road is, is also a great experience as well. So what else? We've talked, talked about hiking, we've talked about biking, what are the things you like to do? Uh, so sometimes we swim, if we stay at a campground that has a pool, then uh, my wife loves to swim, so she'll always go in and do laps and the kids play all day. So swimming, it's more of a fun thing, but it's also exercise. Absolutely. And not only just a pool, but you know, if you're near the ocean, it's fun to go swimming in the ocean or even, even in a lake if you can. Mm-hmm. More often than not, though, we just walk around. Yep, we do a lot of that too. Um, I think it's, it's nice for my wife and I, sometimes just to get together and just the two of us go for a walk without the kids. Gives us, gives us a little alone time and time to kind of talk. Yeah, that's our afternoon event usually is take a stroll after dinner, walk around, take a short walk stretch our legs, get some exercise, settle our food, and that's great. That's the same for us. We, we typically, just uh, my wife and I will take a walk, but sometimes the kids will join us, but usually not. It's our, our quiet time. Yeah. And then what's that, that faster walking called? <laughs> what, what is that? It's like a, a gallop or a trot. Running. A run. Running. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I know some people like to run for exercise, and, and that's great. Um, <laughs> I don't going. do it myself. I can't. I can't run. I don't like to run, but uh, I do know a lot of people do stay fit by running. We we don't run regularly, but uh, once a year we do a race. So typically every summer we'll do a five k race. Um, that forces us to maybe train a little bit, which means I'll run a mile the week before and call it good. But uh, at least it, it gets me out. It gets my heart pumping, and it's a fun thing to do as a family. And the kids really progress each year, so it's great to see them do that. Last year we did it in Alaska. We did a 10K in Alaska, which I mentioned, and that was a fun experience too. So um, just more than not, I just do it so the kids know that they can run and that they can run a race and they can experience all these great things. Uh, but it's not something that I personally enjoy as a, a hobby. As a, as a hobby, right. You know, another thing, and we, we mentioned it actually as one of the sponsors, or as the sponsor for this podcast, uh, is dancing. Uh, both of my, my daughters, before we hit the road full-time, uh, danced a lot. So even when we hit the road, uh, they've continued to dance. Uh, can be difficult sometimes trying to find a, a good space to do it. Uh, we have a fairly open fo- floor plan in our fifth wheel, but even that's not really enough to do any serious dancing inside. So usually they wind up doing it outside or if we're in an RV park that has a, uh, you know, a, a community room or some other space, they can do it in there. Yeah, my... my- um, my daughter and, and others um, have actually enjoyed um, the Irish dance um, from Ashtir, which is great, um, both in person and, and on the uh, like a video Zoom call, um, which has been great. But we also have a, a Wii 
uh, Wii U, and, and the kids have Just Dance, which is a, app, a game, oh, an right. app on, the, on there. And I'll always see them all dancing around. I, I don't know if you call it dancing, but they're jumping and doing some kind of exercise right. that mimics the screen. They're exercising, right? Yes. <laughs> and then some of the, uh, some of, I guess, the, the peripheral, I guess, add-on stuff. Moving day, packing up Moving day. day, yeah. So that's a fun one because I don't call that an exercise, but boy, it turns out to be an exercise. Yeah, it does. It's, it's one of those bonuses, I guess. You get, you get to move a lot when, on moving day when you're packing up and putting everything away and picking up all the kids' toys and bikes and everything else they left. You're walking, you're double-checking, you're bending, you're picking up stuff. You're getting in in and out of the vehicle ten and twenty times. It's 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 a good all around workout, for sure. And doesn't I, doesn't matter if you're moving ten feet or hundred miles. It's the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what um would you say overall? Are you more fit now that you've been on the road, or would you say you were more fit when you were in a house prior to that? Um, that's a great question, Todd. I've been on the road seven years, so I'm seven years older. Um, but I would say I'm, I'm consistently as fit as I was in, in a house. Um, I don't exercise on a daily schedule like I used to, uh, but I have a lot more fun. We do it with the family. It's not just my own activity. It's with the whole family. We all exercise together. And most of the time, the kids don't even know they're exercising, uh, which makes it even better. Right. So we've talked quite a bit about the kind of just the advantages of, of traveling and being able to exercise where you want, when you want, and, and staying fit. Um, some people do like a more regimented or a more structured exercise. Or I was going to say an exercise. Yeah, regimen, like, a, like a gym membership or something. Yes, right. So, uh, you know, obviously traveling full-time can be difficult. There are options out there. You know, uh, Planet Fitness offers uh, their black card. You can use any of the Planet Fitnesses across the U.S. Uh, one thing that I actually have that I thoroughly enjoy is a membership. It's called uh, Fitness Your Way. Um, so for me, it's fitnessyourway.com. For me, it came with my, or it's in part of my health insurance. I had to pay for it, but I get a discount through my, my health insurance. Uh, and it gives me access to about 10,000 gyms across the U.S. And for the most part, there is a gym within, within you know, 10 to 30 minutes of everywhere we stay. Now, there's obviously some exceptions when we get to some more rural areas. Um, how does that work, Todd? So you show up at a random place in, say, Arizona, and you want to work out. What do you do? You show them your, well, I show them my Fitness Your Way gym card. You bang on the door until they let you in? Yep, they okay. let me in. I show them the card. They uh, usually look confused, and they have to go get a manager. A manager comes out and says, like, oh, yeah. They do some typing on their computer, and they find it and say, oh, yeah, you can come in. Um, and one of the nice things is with that membership, a lot of the national chains actually give me, give me a membership based on that. So, like... Planet Fitness gave me my own Planet Fitness membership, and Gold's Gym gave me a Gold's Gym membership card, right? So then I can use all those gyms wherever I go. So it, uh, it's worked really well. Um, I try to get to the gym three to four times a week, unless, I, like I said, if we're in a location where we, we just can't get to, we're not close enough to one. Um, so that's worked really well for me. For, for those older individuals, because you know how young I am, uh, <laughs> there's a plan called Silver Sneakers, which is the same thing, but it's made for seniors. I think it's over over 55 okay um and silver sneakers is the same type of thing it's a it's a low monthly payment i think i pay 30 bucks a month for my membership um silver sneakers i think is about 25 a month um something to look forward to yeah right not for a very long time i hope <laughs> right <laughs> so i've not had the experience of, of doing a gym membership on the road but um a lot of my friends and other traveling dads tend to bring their gym with them yep 
So uh, some of my friends carry um, like the Bowflex clip barbell system, which seems really handy. You just click the right weight and pick it up and exercise, and um, that was nice. I, another one of, uh, of, of our traveling friends carries a full, a full barbell with huge iron weights in, in their vehicle, and, and it must take up a lot of weight, but it's right. a very important to them, so they carry it. And right. Yeah, I, you know, I think uh, that's one thing you always have to be conscious of, um, especially when you have a lot of kids like, like us. You, you have a lot of weight already, so the idea of trying to carry additional weights to work out with can be, can be difficult, but there are other options. You know, if you don't want to carry weights around, there are those... I don't know what you call them, those band systems that are... Yeah, uh, bands. Actually, those are probably the most common, I would say. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I have a set that I have with me that I I rarely use, but if I can't get to a gym and I can motivate myself, then I do pull out the, the, the bands. I have a whole bag of bungee cords. I should pick something <laughs> up. Those would work just as well. Yeah. Bungee cords and straps. <laughs> I'll follow up next week and see if I have any injuries. <laughs> so I guess that's it. Anything else you want to mention as far as... Uh, Stay fit on the road. Uh, I think we covered the big topics. Um, yeah, I think uh, you know we covered our examples. Hiking is, is still my number one. That's that's how I get my exercise with the family alone, is, is hiking. But um, why don't we walk around the campground and see if we can find a better example of fitness? There you go. And we have a guest today on uh, today's episode, Sean, who is uh, another full-time RVing dad. Uh, who's here camping with us, a friend from way back. And uh, Sean actually happens to be way more fit than either Todd or myself. So we thought it great to invite Sean to, to tell us. So could you tell us a little bit about your family, your RV, your history here, Sean? Sure. So uh, we've been on the road uh, for almost two years. Uh, two boys, 11 and 13, myself and my wife. Um, we have a 43-foot fifth wheel. Uh, which uh, we tow with a F450 truck. Um, we have wintered, uh, first winter we did uh, Florida, and second winter we actually stayed in Baja uh, for, uh, let's see, about six weeks, So, uh, which is fun. Not to get us off topic, but yeah. uh, one of the big questions everyone talks about is size, right? So you're 43 feet. Mm -hmm. Have you, do you have trouble getting into parks? Do you have trouble finding spots to park it? Uh, we have, you know, there's a few parks for sure that we tried to get into usually, uh, a state park or definitely national parks that we couldn't get into, but it never stopped us going, you know, to that national park. So never an issue. Um, and then I'm definitely on the slightly more aggressive size side of getting spots where if it says it's 40 feet, I'll usually just book it. Uh, right. if it's. 35 and available and I really want to go there I'll actually probably call and say is there any way we'll fit and in many cases they'll say sure we'll make sure you're in this particular site and you're fine so you're going to back your wheels all the way up to the back of the site and that's right. often fine yeah I can't imagine there's a lot of big difference I mean I'm 41 feet I've never same as you've never really had a problem right there's certain parts you just can't go to yep so anyway, I know I got us off track there. Yeah, well, maybe you could tell us a little bit about how you stay active on the road, John. Sure. So uh, probably talk a little bit about, you know, what I do personally, and then I'll talk a little bit about what I do with uh, the family. Um, so for the family, it usually is uh, 
a kind of a side effect of wherever we are, whatever we're doing, if we're visiting a, a national park, we're probably going to do some of the hikes. Um, not necessarily with great enthusiasm from the kids up front. So uh, we usually have to kind of, you know, f uh, figure out some way to, to kind of make that a little bit more interesting. But what we found in many cases, if we, we can get them to the park and get them with us when we're talking to the ranger and the ranger's telling us what to do, and usually the ranger is good at kind of making it sound interesting for kids, then, and then they have a choice of different things to do. They'll usually pick, mm -hmm. you know, one of the hikes you know, probably one of the shorter hikes, but still, you know, over a mile. Um, and that's usually pretty good for parks. Um, we carry uh, four bikes on the back of the fifth wheel on a hitch. And so in many cases, we'll, uh, well, I'll usually take them down if we're stopped for more than, in more than a day, I'll usually take them down. Um, and then we'll s cycle around a campground if it's big enough. Uh, if there are trails nearby or we're in a town we'll we'll cycle around um and then that's probably how i get most of my exercise personally is that if we're near somewhere that's got good bike trails mountain bike trails in, uh, in particular i would try and hit the mountain bike trail a couple of times a week uh, and so you know just before now we were in holland michigan and then we discovered a new single track it was like uh, four or five miles, maybe, uh, brand new, two years old. And I was riding that every two or three days while we were there. And it wow. was just fantastic. And, um, and even, you know, when I'm watching, uh, I find it hard to actually, uh, oddly to be super in tune with how hard I'm pushing it when I'm exercising myself. So I use a Garmin, uh, watch to just keep an eye on my heart rate. And so I usually just try and stay in, uh, you know, a particular heart rate zone that I want to be in, which everybody's going to have their own, their own target. Um, and then I kind of know I'm pushing it a little bit too hard. You can feel it, but it's nice to have the validation, but more often than not, I look at it, I'm kind of a little bit tired and I'm like, okay, I'm not really pushing it that much. I need to actually <laughs> go harder. And so that's often uh, helpful for me. I need that kind of external coach to, to push me a little bit. To keep you going. I will say you're impressive. I've, We've been uh, parked close by, and, and I've seen Sean go by a couple times on a bike, and it's typically just a flash. Um, by the time I look out the window, he's gone, so uh, I know he's moving. Yeah. So today we, we hiked, the three families here, we, we brought all of our families and our children and hiked a nice little hike. Yeah, it was good. Um, and I can say if I just did that myself with my kids, it would have taken three days, and I would have heard a hundred complaints, but I didn't hear many complaints today. <laughs> And we hiked, we hiked at a decent pace. Yeah, always yeah. useful to have other kids around, and they just, you know, generally forget how much they're hiking because they're chatting yes. and having fun, and it's so much better when, when you can do that. That's, a, that's one of the easiest ways to get your kids to go hiking. I know for me, is to say, yes, your friends are going. Yes. Right? Yeah. Your friends are coming, we're all going hiking, and, and then our, my, my kids will go. Yeah, I think we have the same trouble you had mentioned there, Sean. It works for adults, too. Yeah, that's true. It does. You're right. As a matter of fact, last night I said no. I was not going hiking today, and, and you I, did, and I did go. I was, I was uh, cajoled into going. I guess. Glad I did. So, Sean, how would you say fitness is on the road versus before you launched on the road? Do you say you're more active now or less active? How how would you compare it? Um, I'm probably about the same, but very different than I thought I was going to be in terms of what I do. So I definitely started off, I was going to a gym before we launched. I thought I would go to a gym or do gym-like workouts after we launched. Mm -hmm. um, 
and maybe I would have if I brought weights and stuff, but we're already so heavy in the RV, I don't really uh, have the ability to carry weights. So uh, early on, the first uh, maybe uh, two months, we were actually uh, fairly stationary in Sarasota, Florida. We had access to a gym, and I actually used that fairly regularly. So I'm like, yes, exactly as I expected. I'm going to be able to go to a gym all the time. But that was kind of the end of it at that point. Um, I really... You know, occasionally we'll stay at a campground that has a gym and I'll pretend to work out in it. But it's <laughs> I'm just, you know, it's not where it used to be. Um, so now it's it's always outside. Usually with my bike, if I run, I usually, you know, get something sore and then don't run again for a few months. Um, I actually have paddle boarded quite a bit over the summer. Uh, we were in Maine. I paddle boarded every two to three days, uh, depending on how I was feeling. And again, same thing. I'll just watch my uh, my heart rate, and I was doing about a I think a five k paddle in you know I don't remember forty to fifty minutes, which is basically the almost exactly the same as running a ten k, which was really interesting because I've never run a ten k. Wow. Uh, but it's the same heart rate uh, kind of sequence and length, um, but without the impact on your on your knees and and stuff like that. That actually really bothers me. So yeah, that was kind of kind of fun. It is kind of nice. You get a little more variety when you travel full time because there's always new, new places to bike, new places to paddleboard, new places to. No boredom. No, no boredom. That's right. Yeah, and you're. Uh, I love the the even going on the trails today. Just uh, running in a, on a trail is just so much more fun than for me than running on asphalt, which is kind of boring, really. Um, well, again, that was kind of impressive. I know we, the the, the entire hike. I think you said it was about seven miles or so, and it was a loop and. Uh, we had to park our vehicles quite a ways down from the parking lot. And um, we were about a mile away from the parking lot. And Sean said to me, he said, you know, I'm going to go ahead and run ahead and I'll go get a vehicle to pick the rest of us up. And I was exhausted. I was like, all right, sure. And off he went. And he was there waiting at the end with his... L- with his literally truck. ran. Yes, I literally did, ran. I will fully admit I did not run the whole... Oh. <laughs> there were a lot of pauses for brief walks, well, <laughs> but I, my heart rate was very high. <laughs> you shouldn't have admitted it because I never would have known. I was super impressed. Did not run the whole lot. <laughs> but uh, it was great to have you there because it was nice to get to the end and have an air-conditioned truck waiting for us. It's <laughs> great. Well, uh, we really appreciate you joining us here today, sure. Sean. Always a great time to, to chat and, and, and do some exercise. And great to have another RVing dad on the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks. Well, that was fun. Uh, I learned a lot. I learned not to record a podcast after exercising. <laughs> and yep. I learned of all these different ways to, uh, to exercise. It's great. Glad we had a, a guest on today. And uh, great that we have a new sponsor here, Ashtier Mobile Irish Dance Academy uh, with, uh, with Chelsea. Uh, great to have them sponsoring and very timely for our fitness episode. Absolutely. So this has been great. Um, so if you're interested in, in Ashtier Mobile Irish Dance Academy. Check out their website, and I'll spell it for you here. It's A-I-S-T-E-A-R irishdance.com. That's Ashtier irishdance.com. And thanks for that, Chelsea. And for everybody else, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. And we hope you found some value in this podcast, if only for entertainment. <laughs>